Hello, friends, family, kings, queens, whatever you want to call yourself. All of the above. I don't know. Welcome to Hollywood Hero. I'm your host, Layla Palmer, and today we are back with a podcast where I delve into the lives of the entertainment industry's most acclaimed personalities. So last episode, I explored the life and successful career of the late Chadwick Boseman. But this week, however, we have something a bit more glamorous. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be talking about me. (laughs) No, um, I'm very, very much joking. Uh, My life is not at all glamorous, especially right now. Um, For the past few days, I've been sitting up in my room, staring at my laptop on Zoom, um, because I am virtual for school for the next month or so right now. Um, so yeah, and then we'll see what happens after, um, September, and we'll see if I get to be in school or whatever happens, I don't know, but right now I get to stare at my laptop on Zoom, pretty much all day, and do that. The nice thing about it is that I um, have pretty long breaks throughout the day, so I know, like, if some days I have, like, a four-hour break and I only have two classes that day, all of my breaks, are th- I think, are at least, like, two hours. Uh, that's not true, but it- it's still really nice to have the breaks, so I do prefer this, I think. I prefer this schedule to regular, like, in-school schedule. I don't prefer being at home and staring at my laptop all day and being alone. So, but, anyway, we're not talking about me. This routine that I've picked up is not glamorous. We're not talking about me today. Um, we're talking about someone way more exciting that I'm sure everyone knows something about at least. So, but before we get into that, I do want to say something about the last episode, the first episode that I've ever put out for this podcast. Um, I want to say that I am aware that my thoughts were a little bit incohesive, like kind of maybe didn't make sense the entire time. I was really just trying it out. That was kind of a trial episode, Um, trying it out, seeing if, you know, this is something that I wanted to continue with doing, and I realized that it is, and I really like doing it, so... I'm going to keep doing it, and hopefully everything after this will just improve more and more. So I do apologize if the last episode was kind of hard to follow, but if you are back listening again, thank you um, for sticking with me and um, just coming back and listening again. Um, This is all new to me, pretty much, so I... I'm just trying to learn as I go, you know, but I enjoy everything that I'm doing, you know, the research before every episode and writing everything and recording and editing. I'm doing all myself, but I love doing it. I haven't perfected anything yet. That'll take some time, so just bear with me. Thank you for listening, for coming back if you are here last time. That means a lot. So um, now to get into the fun, if you haven't already noticed, The title spoils this week's episode, but um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about her anyway. So, since her rise to fame in 2007, Kim Kardashian West has achieved recognition from hundreds of millions of followers from reality television and a growing social media presence. In the past six years, she launched her own mobile game, released a makeup line, clothing line, fragrance line, and started a law apprenticeship. I know, it's pretty 
Pretty amazing. From socialite to businesswoman, Kim Kardashian West chooses to stay politically active and use her growing platform to lobby for others. So I'm pretty excited to learn more about her and to talk about her today because the more I researched her before I had to write everything, I, I researched her and she really did do a lot more than I previously believed with her career in the past like 10 years. She's done so much. So, um, a lot more than I previously thought. So, I'm excited to talk about her today and to go through everything. So, yeah, I guess let's get into it. So, let's start at the beginning. The very, very beginning. When was she born? Kim Kardashian West was born on October 21st, 1980 in Beverly Hills, California. Um, that's a pretty satisfying date to me. October 21st, 1980. It's kind of satisfying. Um, looks good on paper, I believe, I think. Her parents, Robert Kardashian and now Kris Jenner, already had a child before Kim, so Courtney, her older sister, um, and then a few years later, Chloe and Rob came along, um, but she does have other half-siblings and step-siblings and everything, but we'll get into that. So, Kim's parents raised her and her siblings in Beverly Hills. They grew up around the money and the glitz and the glamour, And it's pretty much all they knew. You know, it's all that they were raised around. I mean, they were kind of destined for fame, if you think about it. Like, listen to their names. Kim Kardashian. Like, that is a famous name. Like, that sounds like someone who should be famous. So it's kind of like they were destined for this life. But according to Kim, that's not exactly what her childhood was like. It's not all that she really experienced. You know, they attended church every Sunday with her family, and that was a tradition for them. And she also worked at her father's company when she was in high school because it was expected in her family that once you turn 18 that you shouldn't need to depend on your family for money, which I think is kind of harsh, but that was, like, a thing in her family, like, a known, like, thing. So she definitely didn't have, like, a super laid-back, easy childhood like you would think, especially, you know, since you, like, think of people who grow up in Beverly Hills and like LA and you think they, they have everything in the world but Kim apparently didn't and the rest of her siblings apparently did not they had to kind of live like regular teenagers did um so before she even turned 18 Kim's parents got divorced um and that same year her mother remarried so her mom got divorced and then got married same exact year and now um with that marriage Kim gained four step siblings and eventually would get to half-siblings. So her step-siblings, I believe three brothers and one sister. And then eventually Kendall and Kylie came along, who most people know. They're very famous now, obviously. So they came along a few years later. So a few years later, Kim started at an all-girls high school called Marymount High School. I believe it was a Roman Catholic high school. So She was at an all-girls Roman Catholic high school, you know, like, her family was religious, and Kim also says that she's very religious, and so I think she sticked with the Catholic, like, kind of lifestyle throughout her entire life. And so that same year that she started high school, um, her dad started representing O.J. Simpson in his murder trial, and O.J. Simpson is also Kim's godfather, which I never knew and I thought is very interesting. And O.J. Simpson and Kim's dad, um, Robert, they had been close friends for many years. So that, I think, is why 
um, OJ brought him on as one of his defense lawyers during the trial. Yeah. Okay, so skipping a bit ahead, in 2003, Robert Kardashian, Kim's father, was diagnosed with esophageal cancer, and he died only two months later, only two months after his diagnosis. And when he died, a $100 million estate and trust was left for his four kids. So Courtney, Kim, Chloe, and Rob were left a $100 million estate, and that pretty much would mean that each of them wouldn't have to worry about money for the rest of their lives. You know, Rob at this point was only 14, so he was still um, financially dependent on their mother, Chris, so he didn't have to worry about money still for a few years, um, but the other three still, you know, with this large estate, like, wouldn't have to worry about money literally for the rest of their lives if they made good financial choices with it. But still, even with that, you know, huge estate, they all want to pursue things on their own that would um, make their own income. Um, so early in Kim's career, so we're going to move on to her early career. She's graduated high school. That's done. Now we're moving on to her early career. So Kim started out in show business. I'm putting that in quotes, show business, working for Paris Hilton. So she started working for Paris. Um, she was her stylist. And they also became friends eventually, but um, she started working for her in 2003, and she guest starred on Paris's reality show, um, The Simple Life, as her stylist, and then eventually, you know, just as a friend on the show. And I feel like that is mostly where people think of Kim Kardashian. You'll either say, well, she got her start from Paris Hilton and working for her, or from her sex tape, which is years down the line. I'm not going to say, like, years, like it's decades, but... I feel like she did stuff in between that happening that people don't recognize, so, but initially I think it's Paris's show and Kim working for her and being on that show that people first got a glimpse of, like, oh, this is Kim Kardashian, like, she's celeb, influencer, whoever. Um, so after she worked for Paris for a few years, she branched out and decided to open a clothing store in Calabasas with her sisters. They called it Dash, which is a play on their last name. Um, but one year later, in February 2007, a sex tape between Kim and popular R&B artist Ray J was leaked. Now, the sex tape was filmed by them, I am assuming, yeah, uh, in 2002. So this is like five years later, it's being leaked and a company called Vivid Entertainment wants to release it without Kim or Ray J's approval. So Kim filed a lawsuit against Vivid Entertainment, and but after a while, she dropped the lawsuit um, and allowed the company to release the video, but she also gained $5 million in the settlement. So it was a huge promotion for keeping up with the Kardashians, um, but also her sex tape got released, so it was it was kind of a lose win. I would call it a lose win um, because your sex tape's getting released, um, but then you're also getting five million dollars and publicity for your new show. Um, and a lot of people were not like super happy with how the lawsuit or the case like how it turned out like a, they the family got a lot of criticism kim specifically for allowing like this grimy publicity stunt to happen like your sex tape gets released therefore you get more publicity for your new show like it's kind of grimy but i don't know it ended up working for them so 
I guess, but a lot of people did criticize them for it when it happened. So, October 2007, here we are. Keeping Up with the Kardashians premieres. It's a hit. They get great reviews. The reality show included her two sisters, so Courtney and Kim, her brother, Rob, her half-sisters, Kylie and Kendall, her mother, Chris, and her step-parent, Caitlyn Jenner. So this show led to great success for pretty much all of the family involved. It's still running, even though they are going to be on their last season, but it has led to great success for pretty much the entire family. It's led to multiple spinoff shows. It's kind of been a smashing, like, reality TV show hit for, like, over 10 years. Surprisingly enough, in 2008, Kim made her film debut in the parody film Disaster Movie. That was the beginning of her experiences with scripted roles. Just the beginning. Um, In 2009, she made a cameo in How I Met Your Mother. Um, She also made an appearance on CSI New York and was in several episodes of Beyond the Break playing a character called Elle. So going back to her reality TV experience, Kim was on season 7 of Dancing with the Stars. She didn't make it very far, though. She was the third to be eliminated from the show, unfortunately. But in August of 2009, she was a guest host on WrestleMania and a guest judge on America's Next Top Model. So it seems like I mentioned a lot, right? And this was all before 2010. So let's kind of do like a rundown of the decade. So she worked for Paris Hilton. She opened a store with her sisters that started in Calabasas, but did end up branching to a few other cities. And then her reality TV show started. And then she was in a few TV shows, made guest appearances. She was in a movie. Um, And then she was on Dancing with the Stars. She was guest judge and a guest host on a few other reality shows. So that is everything that she's done just within a decade, before 2010. From 2000 to 2010, those are just some of the things that she's done. That's a lot of stuff, like, already. But I'm going to go from 2010, I'm going to fast forward to 2014. That is the year that Kim really buckled down and started to take advantage of her social media platforms. By 2014, Keeping Up with the Kardashian had been running for about seven years or so and kim had other sources of work in place as well so her clothing boutique with her sisters dash they expanded the store to a few other cities so it wasn't just calabasas anymore so they were getting a lot more revenue than when they initially started she already released five fragrances by this time too and she had some sort of presence in tv and film still. So her following was growing and growing and growing. In 2014, she broke the internet when she was on the cover of Paper Magazine. Her bare butt. I'm sure we all know the photo. I'm sure we're all picturing it in our minds because we all know the photo. A lot of people were not too pleased with these photos. Some believed it was a step in the wrong direction, that there, like, that there was no concrete reason her bare butt should be on the cover of a magazine. However, I, I think those comments... Comments like that are a step in the wrong direction. I mean, like, you didn't hear these people speaking out saying Vivid Entertainment and their actions against Kim trying to release her sex tape without permission. You know, people didn't say that was a step in the wrong direction. But I guess no one wants to see it from that perspective. They only want to see it from the perspective of Kim being in the wrong, which I think is not right. Um, so 2014 was also the year she released her mobile game, Kim Kardashian Hollywood, which I do remember playing. I remember playing this, getting it on my phone or, yeah, my phone, and it being a pretty fun game. I didn't play it for that long, but it was definitely a fun game. The objective was to become an A-list superstar. 
let's just say I never really got there and I think that's why I stopped playing. <laughs> so the next year, in 2015, she released her Kimojis, which started the trend of other celebrities releasing their own pop culture like emojis. Now, she wasn't the first person on the app store to release her own emoji pack, but she was the most successful at the time, and that's why the trend kind of started with other celebrities doing their own too. So yeah, she kind of started that, I guess we'll say. Um, so during that time, around 2014, 2015, her social media presence was really booming. She started to endorse certain products online, like waist trainers, teeth whiteners, um, and her social media posts specifically for those products, like those brand deals, um, would be worth at least $75,000 for each post, which is insane. Like, that's insane to think about. Like, that is, that is more than some people's yearly income. But that is one social media post. Like, she would make that much money. Currently, each of her sponsored posts would be worth at least $300,000. Like, that's today, 2020. So, she's definitely gone up in value, I guess you could say. Um, But whether or not she swore by these products and used them in her own daily life, she was making a great amount of money by just snapping a photo and telling your audience to buy it. Like, that's the one thing about social media influencers, whether they use the product or not. And there's really no for sure way for any of us to know whether they are using the product or not. All they have to do is snap a photo, say that they use the product, say that they swear by it, tell us to buy it, and they make money. I don't know how I feel about that, but it works for them. They make money. I guess they're getting a bag, so can't blame them for it. In June 2017, she launched her very successful makeup line, KKW Beauty, and later that year, she rebranded her fragrance line. So like I said earlier, she already released five fragrances, but she rebranded her fragrance line by launching KKW Fragrance. So since then, um, she has expanded her products to shapewear with the launch of Skims in 2019. So this like makeup line fragrance line and this shapewear skims line like these are three different businesses that she's actively profiting off of um she's making a lot of money you know she's doing the instagram brand deals she's actively relaunching products on her beauty line and her fragrance line and her skim shapewear so she's really being smart about how to utilize her platform and business to make as much money as possible So, with most of her wealth coming from her beauty and fragrance line, Kim currently holds a net worth of $900 million. $900 million. She's on her way to becoming a billionaire. Like, it's insane. There was some controversy. Well, not controversy, but there was talk. uh, Well, I guess you would call it controversy. There was controversy about whether she was a billionaire or not because she had to sell a share of... Um, her makeup line to uh, a company and so once she did that she wasn't it was such a big share of the company Um, once that happened she her value like her net worth I guess decreased so she wasn't actually a billionaire she's 900 million dollars worth so which is still a lot but she's not a billionaire Uh, she's a million she's a millionaire but she's on her way which is still amazing. So, taking all of that in, which is a lot, a lot that she's done, a lot that she's accomplished throughout her life so far, 
How has Kim Kardashian West taken advantage of her massive platform and connections to advocate for others? Well, she's done a lot and a lot of really amazing things for for, for politics, pretty much. Uh, most of the things that she's done have been to advocate for prison reform and stuff like that. So Kim Kardashian West has been pretty involved in politics, both in the United States and in her ancestral country of Armenia. She's worked alongside uh, former President Obama in order to encourage him and the government to consider formally recognizing the Armenian genocide, and her work definitely did not go noticed. She pushed and pushed and pushed, and eventually a bipartisan bill was passed and her work was successful. Um, she's also been a huge advocate for prison reform, like I said. Um, she had a big part in the passing of the First Step Act, which reforms sentencing laws and federal prisons in order to pretty much lower the federal inmate population. Um, President Trump took a lot of persuading. She talked with him a lot, worked with him a lot, in order to persuade him to actually make this happen. So without her, the act may not have passed. And currently, Kim is following in her father's footsteps, who was a lawyer, represented OJ in his murder trial. She's following in her father's footsteps to become a lawyer. But rather than actually going to law school, she's doing a four-year apprenticeship and studying under a few other lawyers. Um, so I guess she just wants to get the ball rolling and start as quickly as possible. Um, lucky for her, she is able to actually do this because only in four states do they allow you to take the bar exam without actually attending law school. And that, those states include Washington, Vermont, Virginia, and California. So she is in California, so she's allowed to do this, which is really lucky for her. You know, four states out of 50, like that's, that's lucky. Um, while she still has a few years of studying to go, um, Kim Kardashian West seems more than motivated and capable of being a lawyer, and I hope she continues to use her platform and speak out about important issues. So yeah, that is Kim Kardashian West. I mean, as you heard me say for this entire episode, she has done a great amount of stuff, like with her career, um, in, in politics, and as far as her career goes, I mean, she certainly is not limited to just one thing. I know it used to be a thing to, like, say that the Kardashians, like, have no talent whatsoever and, like, can't do anything and, like, they only have this reality show that they're on. But, I mean, researching more and more into her life and more into her career, it is very clear that she has at least some sort of talent. Like, she has been cast in shows and in TV multiple times. I mean, even if it is just a cameo as herself. I mean, she is, has had roles, scripted roles, as characters. So there's that. There's so there's her TV and film experience. There's you know all of her businesses that she runs. I mean, she clearly is a very good and successful businesswoman, which I think is a, a talent. I think that's an accomplishment that I would I would call that a talent. Um, and then also her advocacy in politics is amazing. So they're not just airheads who don't do anything and just Instagram their butts like they, or at least Kim, um, at least Kim isn't. It's clear now that Kim definitely um, had goals and she achieved them and, um, you know, has done a lot with her career. So that's very cool to see. Um, so I think that is all for this episode. Um... I hope that this was better and a lot more easy to follow than uh, the first episode, 
but I really did enjoy researching this, looking into her life, you know, into her career and everything. It was really, really fun. Um, so I'm excited to keep doing this. Um, I don't know who I'm going to do next, but um, I'm really open to doing anyone. Like I said, social media influencers, Hollywood movie stars, pop stars, whatever. I, I think it's really open to a lot of possibility. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, I'll see you next episode and, um, I guess that's it. Uh, bye guys.